You should do high five. Yeah. <laughs> Something bad will happen if there's a high five. I'm really not that coordinated for high five. You're listening to the Alter Ego Lounge podcast, building a community over coffee and comics. All right. Everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Alter Ego Lounge podcast. We are, uh, oh, we should introduce myself. My name is Daniel. I'm Diana. And we have our special guest today. Dean Roland. Mm-hmm. Gladys Roland. And they're from uh, Red Eek Panda. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But we are on location at uh, Lucky's Coffee Roasters in downtown Upland. And so if you hear people ordering coffee... Uh, that's the wonderful coffee espresso machine going on in the background. They just open in June. Yes, yes. The place is amazing. If you have a chance, if you're in the area, please come by and check out Lucky Coffee Roasters in downtown Upland. But Dean, man, we're so excited to have you here today. You are uh, one of our followers, or you're actually one we're of one the first... We're one of your followers. We, yeah, we've been following <laughs> you for, what, since January? January, we met oh, really? you at the... I did not know that. At yeah. the Art Walk. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, we ran into you the art walk, and we loved your work, and we just immediately started following you. And awesome. I think we brought this up initially when we first saw you. Like, dude, we have to get you on a podcast, and we'll start yeah. talking about your work. So, it's... actually, you were the first artist we even like introduced ourselves yeah. to, like oh, really? at the art yeah. walk. This was we just saw this you was a long drawing. time in the making, man. This was a dream come true for us to get you in here to start talking about your artwork. So, weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we get started, super what, excited. what did everyone order? We all ordered something different, right? Um, Yes. What did you get, Daniel? Um, you know what? I just went for my traditional cold brew coffee. It was really kind of hot, so the nice cold brew coffee, a little bit of caramel syrup, a little bit of uh, whole milk, and that's it. That's all I have. It's cool. delicious. What I are you wanted to try their lavender butterfly um, tea. So it's a latte, lavender latte. Butterfly tea latte is what it's called. It looks <laughs> but amazing. It's blue. It looks like blue milk from Galaxy Galaxy's oh, yeah, Edge. It does. It does. Yes. So it's really good. Dean, what do you got over there, man? I got the some sort of coffee mule. Um, I just I just saw a ginger beer, something else. The espresso mule. Is, is it espresso? espresso yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you something go. like that. Yeah, I just saw a ginger beer, so uh, something else. Have you ever had anything beer. like that before? No. Ginger um, ginger beer, shot of espresso, right? That's pretty much. This is very new to me, and it's good. Yeah, like I've it. seen yeah. the like espresso tonics that they make, so I. Guess it's along those lines. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can. I'm definitely gonna order that next. But with the carbonation and the ginger, a little spiciness with the oh, yeah. coffee. So that's an interesting, interesting combo. What yes. do you have going on <laughs> over here? I got the butterfly tea lemonade, and okay. that one um, they give you two separately. So I had the tea first, the lemonade on the side. He said try the tea on its own, and then I mixed it, and it turned purple. Yeah. <laughs> So we, it came out blue. It right. came out blue. And We're definitely going to order that again before we go so we can get kind of like an idea of what it looked like because we missed and dropped the ball and didn't get a video clip yeah, of that. So, yeah, I think we're all kind of sad about that. The moment I poured it, but it started the, changing colors, and we were like, wait. Show the cameras. Or lift it up. Or, yeah. Yeah, we were, we were all excited and then really sad at the same time that we didn't get it on video. Well, but <laughs> the, the thing is, artistically, like it's blue and yellow. It's supposed to go green. Right. 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 Yeah, exactly. So it's it like, that's, you know, but that's actually down the rabbit sorcery hole. right there. We kind of experienced that when we make our lemonades because the, the lavender turns like a funky Yeah, yeah, especially with our lavender. Color. It kind of <laughs> gives it a different tint. But it that turned, looks like, amazing. How, how was it? Is it good? Yeah, it was really good. Awesome. Okay, so let's get into it, man. We, we were attracted by your artwork, so let's talk about that. Let's yeah. 
let's go back to the roots. What got you into drawing? Like, what was um, your first, you know, motion for a, a color pencil and a piece of paper? It was actually a contest between me and my brother. Uh, we, my, uh, my dad brought home a, a small box of comic books, and it was a bunch of Marvel comics. One of the first comic books I got was a uh, Wolverine. I believe it was he uh, was going up against Man Wolf or something like that. Um, okay. With Captain America, that was one of my you know favorites. And my grandma issued a contest between me and my brother, and to do a drawing of Wolverine or whoever our favorite character was. So um, we did it. I ended up winning, and I got a dollar. Wait, so your mom was the judge? Uh, my grandma, actually. Oh, okay. That's, <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. And you got a dollar out of it. So you got paid? That's yeah. the first time you got paid for your yeah. artwork? Yeah, <laughs> first time. First time, yeah. That is super awesome. Um, do you happen to have that drawing still, or do you know? No, okay. actually, uh, like, artistry wasn't really pushed in my family, even though my grandma used to do art a lot. But it wasn't really pushed. I was I was more drawn into because of comic books. Okay. So. You, uh, what type of art did your grandma do? Like what was she? Um, I forgot what they're called. Like realism. Like just uh, she. Would, but she would do it like in pencil and. Okay. Yeah, so, but wow. she was also a dean in uh, college in the Philippines. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's how I got my name, I guess. Oh, I'm not really sure. <laughs> really? That's awesome. I don't know. But She's yeah. like, I go to work all the time, yeah, you're here all the time, yeah. Dean Dean. That's how it's going to happen. That's awesome. Your grandma so, named you, and that's why she picked your drawing, because you're her favorite. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, besides you, your grandma, your brother was artistic a little bit? Um, or? No, he, was, he ended up being more like a sporty side. Okay. Like, so he was a jock. Okay. How, is there anybody else in your family uh, that's artistic at all? Were you? Um, your aunt. Oh yeah, my aunt. Uh, she does painting, watercolors, and my little sister a little bit. Uh, and she tried doing. Um, sculptures. She's on sculpting. Yeah, sculpting and like, um, like tried doing graffiti work, but not on walls and more like on paper kind of thing. Awesome. Uh, how did your drawing style develop? Um, or how did it how did it affect you? Well, I guess the two questions. How did your drawing style develop as a kid from growing up, and how did it affect you as a lifestyle? Like, uh, did all your friends know that you were drawing all the time? Did you get people to have you draw like birthday cards or something? Like, how did how did that affect you growing up? Um, yeah, actually, uh, my surroundings just kept pushing me to draw. I guess. Um, in high school, people would want me to draw for their project. Some of them actually paid me. And I, and then we actually did a mural around uh, uh, my high school, I guess, to uh, for extracurricular. Um, well, they wanted something to represent the student body, yeah. where if you're driving by, you would see it. So he actually did it on the outside of the front of the school. And you did it yourself? Uh, no, I actually uh, got a few students to be part of it. Awesome. So uh, she was actually one of them. So you guys um, met in high school? We've known each other since junior high. Yeah. What? Wow, that yeah. is amazing. That is awesome. That's super cool. That's a really long time. Just kidding. Yeah. So, so when <laughs> just kidding. So when did it, um when did that change come where it was no longer a hobby that you wanted to pursue this as something you could actually make a career or possibly, you know, make some money out of it? When did when did that change? Um, honestly, like, it, it feels like it never did because 
um, I was always offered something to do a drawing, but um, the style of drawing they want is always different, so I would always have to adapt. And uh, so I, I guess I never really have my, well, I guess I have my own style, but it's always changing because, you know, depending on what's asked of me to do. Right. Did you take any art classes in high school? Yes, actually. Um, A lot. I tried to do all my classes just art. At least I I tried. And you were the best best in school? Um, I can't really say I'm the best yeah, you only can. because you can say well, <laughs> well were you because, nominated uh, the best artist in high school yeah actually <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah uh, um yeah it wasn't by it wasn't my choice yeah you were but, voted by the student yeah, body wait you're supposed to be picasso though right Is that um, what it was? yeah they were uh, they voted me as uh uh, future Picasso or something like that. Awesome. Wasn't it? And <laughs> that's some, awesome. And uh, so it wouldn't be sexist. There was actually a uh, boy and a girl. A girl. Um, I'm not sure what they called her. It was the same thing. It was the same topic. Picasso? But you were the boy version and she was the girl version. Okay. Same topic. Yeah. And, yeah. I think they do that in every school. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but I don't remember who it was. And I feel terrible. <laughs> I feel terrible. And if she listens to this, I am very sorry. Did you guys like take a picture for the yearbook together? Uh, together? No. Yeah. You and the girl? Picture of both of you guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to find that and yeah. send that over to I know, you. Right? We'll flash it that girl is probably yeah. like, I can't believe this guy got it with yeah. me. Doesn't remember any of this. <laughs> no, I don't. I have terrible memory unless it's food. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's. <laughs> The next, uh, one of the next questions that I definitely wanted to get into, I want to talk about the Stan Lee Tribute Gallery yes. that you put on. Um, we were one of the sponsors. It was a, it was a great turnout, great event. But and you started talking about that when, like the day that we met you in yeah, January, yeah. you were telling us. Yeah, that like, was something you were working on for quite a while now. Yeah, um, it was more of a uh, passion project, only because when Stan Lee died, um, there was a, uh, a tribute or uh, like a uh, memorial I wanted to go to. Right. Um, I wasn't able to, so for selfish reasons, I like, you know, screw it, I'll make my own. Okay. Like, you know, so that's why I did the whole gallery thing. Awesome. Um, started out as like, because I can't, you know, able to go, I'll make my own kind of uh, situation. And you've never uh, hosted anything like that before? Um, or Actually, yeah, I did. I, I've done smaller galleries, and then the, one of the bigger ones I've done was, uh, well, yeah, I mean, I think we did like four galleries, and then we switched it up with Chris, uh, tribute to Chris Sanders, which was one of our biggest uh, ones, because it's in a, a bigger venue with... Um, I forgot what art college it was. Art Institute? Art Institute, yeah. Okay. It's one of their, uh, in the, one of their institutes. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And the, um, the Stanley Gallery that you put on in January, or sorry, in June, um, the money went to? Um, actually, no, um, for the artists, like usually in these uh, shows, the gallery would take like 40 to 50 percent of like you know uh, whatever uh, the artist would sell um, this one I did a hundred percent like if they sold their uh, their gallery pieces hundred percent of it goes to them and 
and but we for the prints we took 20% that way you know we won't just leave with nothing basically and also um, we did a raffle which you guys won a bunch of <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to explain that yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> um, that portion uh, went to um, forgot hero to initiative. the hero initiative awesome so that was donated to them What's, uh, can you explain what the Hero Initiative is? Um, well, it's an organization that helps uh, comic book artists or uh, creators um, like, who are struggling financially or like, uh, aren't well enough to take care of them themselves. So that's when they come in and like... You They're know. all starving artists. Yeah. <laughs> where, where can I find out more information about... Um, I actually have a website, which I think of it at the moment. Okay. <laughs> so. We'll be able to just send me the information. I'll be able to flash it up so we can get everyone to be able to yeah. look at it. Definitely. Um, let's talk about the process of setting up something like the Stanley Gallery. Um, how was it finding a location? Why downtown Upland? Uh, and how was it uh, finding the artists, the vendors, and the special guest, Stephen, Stephen uh, Gordon? Yeah. How, how was that? Um, well, with the process, uh, Starting with the uh, location, we wanted to. We've been doing a lot of shows out in Anaheim, um, so we wanted to do something more closer to our home, as well as um, bring that kind of vibe back in our area, in our neck of the woods kind of thing. Because we don't really have anything like that around here. Right. Um, it, I mean, now there's like more pop-ups and free comic book day, but that's about it. Um, so we wanted to find uh, a location that's like would be able to be able to, uh, to have like all the artists and like just have that event perfectly. Like, so we we uh, looked around uh, downtown Upland. We just figured that it would be like the best uh, spot. Well, okay. what we figured it too is it's a place where even if they were done looking at stuff, they could either go eat or they could do something else yeah. while they're still in the area. Awesome. Because um, if we found like a warehouse or something like that, then it would just be off, you know, wherever that was. And then that's the only place where you can go and do and stuff. And not, I mean, that would mean we'd probably have to hire a food vendor and different things like that just yeah. to right. maybe keep people a little bit longer. But this way they could just easily go somewhere and grab something, come right back or, awesome. or yeah. you know, just have a good time and also, being there. Uh, we know some people have trouble like with uh, um, like getting there. So it's right by the train station. So it, it would have been uh, like a, a good transportation for them to be awesome. able to attend if they can't afford to, you know, um, get a lift or something. Okay. And what about um, getting artists and other vendors to participate. Was that an issue, or did you find um, a lot of people willing at, to do it? At first, it was, uh, only because it's uh, a couple weeks before uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Right. And all the artists really know they always, you know, take a couple weeks to prepare and, and whatnot, so it's hard for them to jump in into a, a big gallery like, you know, a tribute to Stan Lee. So it was a little hard, but then as we got closer to the event, uh, people are starting to get better feeling with the time frame, so they're able to like jump in. And um, it also helps that we network a lot, so we know a lot of artists that would like, um, like that would just jump in. But we still need extra people to right. be able to, you know, part of, be part of it. 
How did you get a hold of Stephen Gordon? For those, here, here we go. Yeah, for those <laughs> yeah. for those who don't know, Stephen Gordon, he did a whole bunch of work. Um, yeah. I know him from the one of the character creators from the X Men Evolution TV yeah. show. One of my uh, which, Yes, definitely, yeah. hands down. So, how in the heck did you get Stephen Gordon to show up? Um, sometimes it's just as easy as asking. To be okay. Honest. Okay. Like uh, I shot. Uh, he was actually one of the first art, uh, major artists I asked, and then I just went down a list of people that I wanted to uh, wanted to uh, get in there. But they were again like with San Diego Comic Con. Right. Right. It's a little hard for them to be able to you know be part of something like that. Um, we we just got lucky with uh, Stephen Gordon to be honest, and we're so thankful that he was able to come and. Um, it's not. It wasn't actually the first time we communicated before. He, um, when we did the Chris Sanders tribute, he actually contacted me and asked me like, um, "Hey, you guys are doing a, a tribute to uh, Chris Sanders. Is everything okay? Because usually these things are like right, you know, right, but, yeah." But like, and I told him like, you know, we're we're huge fans of his body of work, so we're we figured that you know why not pay a tribute to uh, to it and. Um, I guess they're I guess they're good friends or know each okay. other for for him to actually you know have some sort of worry and ask me that. So. They're pretty awesome. close up to each other at the San Diego Comic Con, so I'm sure they've talked. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, yeah, I mean, you actually had a, a spot at the Comic Con this this year, right? San yes. Diego, you were out there. Yes. Uh, me and uh, two other uh, artists, uh, Pepe Milan and um, Kathleen Ablos. Was this your first time having a spot at? comic-con or have you done a booth there before um, this is the first time it was like a time. mini kind of blessing in a way our okay. friend whose booth it was which was cool cat blue um he couldn't do it this year and he didn't want to lose his spot so well yeah that's basically a huge... was like can you guys take over for this year and yeah. then you know i'll pick it back up for next year that's yeah. amazing which yeah. is i mean yeah so it was kind of cool so we just had to make sure that you know everything was under him in a way so um we made a pretty cool banner that said, you know, friends of Cool Cat Blue, and then it had all of us on there. And awesome. he brought some of his art books to be there because his art had to be there too. Okay. Yeah. Um, There's certain rules for San Diego Comic Con for you to be, be able to be in that booth in a last minute kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, it was very last minute. Yeah. But that's awesome. Great experience yeah. for you guys. Yeah. Would was, you do it again? Uh, honestly, not immediately. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because it was insane. It's I a could, lot of days. It's a lot well, of not only that, but um, we have uh, we have dogs, and uh, our mother-in-law. Oh, yeah, this year just. Yeah, it was just a bad timing. Um, our, our mother-in-law couldn't uh, watch our our fur babies, I guess. So <laughs> we had to travel back and forth from San Diego Comic Book. Comic oh my god! Every, every night. No way. Yeah, so. All the way so. to back here. Yeah. Guys, we live like super close to you. We can watch your puppies. Yeah. Well, well, nice one, one. I mean, our oldest niece who's nearby, she was more than happy to help us out, and yeah. she went and took them out and let them go potty and things like that. Um, but it's just they're pretty spoiled to having someone there with them all the time, and then suddenly yeah. like to nobody really oh, being around. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it just made it really, I'm sure they were highly stressed out throughout the whole thing. Right. And then our other dog actually wasn't feeling well, and I was lucky enough to be able to tell my mom, like, take him with you. Yeah. <laughs> and so she took him with her while she left, so we didn't have to worry about him, plus he's our meanest dog anyway, yeah. so. That dog's a I would have had to worry about him biting my knees, which she's aware of, but still, <laughs> yeah. I didn't want that to happen. So yeah, it was, it was just dog, 
timing of that. But at the same time, I think it's still a blessing over at like uh, San Diego Comic Con being there and having all those people, you know, like just it w- it was fun. Just to awesome. be there, mingle, experience yeah. it. Oh yeah, it was highly stressful. That's why um, if I do it again, I would need I, w- I would need to have my own booth. To okay. Be honest. Okay. Uh, only because uh, like having the three artists in there, like it almost felt like um, we had to. Well, actually, no, we didn't. We uh, we didn't really um, compete. Like I thought it was gonna be like that. It wasn't like that at all. But it w- there was about six of us in at ten by ten. Uh, oh yeah. so, wow! Wow! Um, Jeez. <laughs> yeah, but in three artists, like our bodies of work, like we have a lot of stuff. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, our merch and like at least it, the two of like the two of the artists. Yeah. The, between us and one of the other artists, we have a lot yeah. of stuff that we bring with us everywhere. So um, you guys. So we're at Lucky's and you created a shirt for Lucky's, right? Yeah. No, it's called a, a Chidori uh, shirt. It was a, an homage to uh, the manga and anime Naruto. And it's based on the character Sasuke who has that lightning hand knife thingy. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I did a few sketches for them. One of them was um, uh, Akira, uh, like a bunch of like just manga anime influence uh, to to uh, pay homage to the mascot, which is the rabbit. And um, Tyler, um, the, the owner of the shop, uh, chose the Sasuke one. So. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And what other work have you done like within like comic books or? Yeah, um, actually I did, I recently did um, a couple variant covers for uh, Lola XOXO for Aspen and um, fathom. Awesome. So, what is Red Ink Panda? <laughs> um, it originally was a character I developed in um, early high school, um, but never really done much with it. Um, it's basically a panda who is like shunned because of uh, the red fur part of his body. So he was like. Um, he was an outcast basically and um, he one way for him to uh, be able to mingle with others he cosplays he uh, dresses up as other characters and whatnot (laughs) Um, and I wanted to do a storybook you know going around that that character basically do you feel like you identify with your character you created um (laughs) a little bit (laughs) <laughs> yeah, as I am wearing red glasses. <laughs> yeah, um, but the the thing is, like, um, my favorite color, like, it wasn't really red, but it always, I always seem to pick that color all the time. So, I guess it's, I guess it's my favorite color now. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite color before? <laughs> um, oddly enough, it was, uh, it was blue. Okay. Okay. So, and all my favorite uh, comic book characters were blue, which was what Nightcrawler, Archangel, Beast. and Beast. Yeah, That's all those awesome. those were my favorite characters. Okay, so. awesome. What are you currently working on, or um, where can we find you next? Um, we're actually in talks with uh, working with. I don't know if I could even talk about it, like the cover, <laughs> um, because oh, it, has, yeah, it hasn't I mean, really been uh, finalized yet. Okay. You're working on another cover. Yeah, <laughs> working on another cover. Yeah, and uh, I was actually 
approached by uh, Boom Comics as well, but I haven't heard from them yet. Awesome. So, um, there's those covers in the hopefully in the works, and um, at the moment we are also just. I don't know, I'm just hanging out. Doing, you don't have any doing shows artwork. lined up? 66 Night Market will be our next event. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Event-wise, yeah, 66 Night Market. Um, next weekend. Next weekend. Awesome. So 66 Night Market, that's where? In Arcadia at the Santa Anita Racetrack. And what are the hours for that? 4 to 12. Okay. So it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's huge. A lot of vendors are there, yeah. a lot of awesome food. Um, there's a lot of artists there too. I'm guessing oh, yeah. displaying yeah. their work. So yeah, it's definitely something to check out if you're in the area. Yeah. And your Instagram, or do you have a website? Uh, no, not yet. Not officially. Okay, <laughs> but we, we can find you on Instagram at Reading Panda. Yeah, and uh, the other event is actually uh, uh, Critterosity's uh, Isle of uh, Isle of Magic Marketplace. Okay, and it's going to be in about two weeks. From awesome. Now. So there's that too. Very cool. So this is going to be the last question, kind of for both of you. I guess you both could answer separately. If you had to choose a comic book character to have a cup of coffee with in the morning, <laughs> who would you pick? Would it have to be in the morning? Or, or I mean, a cup of coffee with in general. It doesn't have to be in the morning. Why did you want to go out for drinks? Well, no. <laughs> well, seeing that my drink actually has, I don't know if it's real ginger beer, but no. Um, <laughs> there's that. Um... For me, I guess it would be Beast. Okay. Uh, Hank McCoy. Uh, like he's uh, very, I don't know, smart. I guess. Yeah. Intelligent. Intelligent. <laughs> to be able to like you know hold up a conversation with you. you Are like, you very intelligent? Would nope. you be able to? It wouldn't go over your head. I feel uh, like well, it would go over my head with the conversation. Well, it, it depends on what he's talking about. <laughs> so, I I just think like I don't know that guy's. That guy's furry. <laughs> that guy's awesome. I, get, like, I like him. Yeah. I feel like going with a cup of coffee with him is very sophisticated. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely educational. Yeah, and what definitely. about um, Gladys? What would you... Um, I would go with one of my all-time favorite characters would be Storm. Okay, oh, cool. awesome. Both so. from the X-Men family. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. Didn't really think much about it, but yeah. Um, and then one last question. Same idea, but what about influencers if you had to sit down with a cup of coffee whether it be an artist or someone that just inspired you to do what you're doing now um stanley for sure yeah um definitely because uh reading his books like definitely influenced me and of course like everyone like relates to his stories and whatnot i grew up like reading his, his stuff and seeing his shows and like pretty much everything in part of my life it was you know it's with him i guess awesome what about you no, I don't know. <laughs> I have no problem sitting here with you guys. That's, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> she's that's like, a great answer. She's like, what, Dean? I, I would pick Dean. <laughs> that's a great answer. Great answer. All right. Uh, you guys, thank you so much for coming out, Thanks spending for the time yeah. uh, indoors and the AC and enjoying a cup of coffee with us. We definitely hope to do this again. And um, anything else anyone would like to add before we wrap it up? We're good? Everyone's nope. good? Yeah. yeah. All right. This thank is you so Dean much. and Gladys rolling. Yep. Right? Right? Did we say that right? Ready? Yeah. Rolling out. <laughs> rolling, rolling out. out. <laughs> From the Alter Ego Lounge. Thank you yeah. so much, guys. Have a awesome. good one. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Alter Ego Lounge podcast. Stay connected and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. 
For more information or coffee catering services, please visit us at alteregolounge.com or email us at info at alteregolounge.com. This episode is brought to you by our patrons from the AEL Podcast Patreon page. Help support our podcast for as little as $1 a month and become a patron at www.patreon.com slash AEL Podcast.